Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise, praise the, the Lord. Lord, it's chat time. Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time where we discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So this week, I want to start off with a little scripture. And I was talking to somebody, and I guess I couldn't answer the question really, really well. And it made me start to think. Um, we were talking about... Um, how it's more, it's better to give than to receive, and how, you know, people in general, and some people, because of their heart, they feel like they give and give and give, but they seem to give to the wrong people, and then they end up on the wrong end of the stick. You know, they give and give and give, and what do they get in return? Nothing. And when you know, people get what they want or get everything <laughs> that they want out of you and you can't give any more, then they don't want to have anything to do with you, you know. And um, so we were talking and then I was just saying that there's also a scripture that says that the Lord said, if you don't work, you don't eat. Exactly. You know, 
And so we were talking about how you feel bad for people that are really struggling so hard. You know, some could be homeless and then, you know, they turn to you for stuff and and you just keep giving and giving, whether it's food or whether it's money or whether it's odd jobs or, you know, and over the years I've found out that people like that feel like they're worth so much more than a professional. <laughs> right. They come with no tools. They have no no Barely vehicle. They have no <laughs> skills, and they 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 do something for you, and they want they want lots of money for what they do for you. Right. Like they're worth so much, but it's really not that they're worth so much. It's what they want to do with the money, you know. So anyway, I wasn't really. I, I was. T t we were talking about how you have to use wisdom. You know when you're um, giving. Mm -hmm. You know, so I want to read where you find that it's in Acts chapter twenty, verses thirty-four to thirty-five, about giving and re better to give than receive. Acts chapter twenty, verses thirty-four through thirty-five, records: Yea, ye yourselves know that these hands have ministered unto my necessities and to them that were with me. I have showed you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. So in that chapter, the whole chapter, it's talking about how Paul is witnessing to people, how he's giving them the counsel of the Lord, how he's teaching them what to do, and what they do in, in return is minister to whatever it is he needs. In other words, that they supply him with food, they've given him some shelter, they support him for... Uh, and not necessarily financially, maybe, maybe so, I don't know, but they support him so that he has a place to stay and, and he's nourished all the while he's preaching to them about the word of God. Right, he's in a unique position because he says, if I give you the spiritual, it's no more than right than that you see to the natural needs. You see, but what a lot of people do today, they think that their title just entitles them to whatever they feel you should give them. And that's not how the scripture works. Paul lived exclusively off of the gospel because he, his whole ministry was in establishing uh, the churches, going out and, and uh, setting up churches and appointing people to be overseers over the church. He, he, he suffered the persecution. He said so that they could gain strength from his long suffering. So Paul was in that type of position. There were a lot of apostles who were like that, and, and they led about a wife, you know, because they basically didn't have a job. They gave up all of that in order to. Okay, so th there's a difference between not having a job, but preaching about the word and preaching about Jesus. Living off the gospel. Then a person who chooses not to work, right. does not want to work, and 
is maybe on drugs or alcohol or or, or just or if lazy. they if they have a job and they spend all their money on whatever they right. want and then they want to use your money right for I know and, uh, yeah to addition, make up the difference and I know a person they they would build in they would ask me for a certain amount of money almost every month they actually built that into their budget <laughs> I told them they can't do that you know because. I, they couldn't rely on me doing so that. So then there anymore. are people that are, end up being homeless, mm-hmm. you know, as a result of not wanting to work. Yes. Or, um, right. I don't know, not wanting to work or because or, or of having their money, a habit. Or spending their money foolishly, you know, doing everything except pay their bills. I right. know people who actually get, they get money, but they don't want to pay their bills. They don't want to pay their bills. And then they come to you and then they expect you and get upset when you don't want to do it. Say no. Right. And then so I think growing up, this me as well as this other person, I think it was ingrained in us. It's better to give than to receive. It's better to give to the poor than to receive. You gotta, Jesus is going to bless you. We've heard get, this over, over and, and over, over. But it has to be over. a true need. You know, you have to discern that the person... Is, is worthy of it because the Lord said you can end up casting your pearl before swine and giving that which is holy to, to the, the dogs. dogs. So you have to know that the person, when the Lord talked about the poor and the people who couldn't um, fend for themselves, he was talking about people who were actually in need. That's, so that's the difference. In Acts chapter 20, when Paul is saying to give to those that are to the weak, mm-hmm. what, what, what is... Uh, Define weak. You know, when we read that in in the scripture, uh, which verse? It was. It was in the thirty fifth verse where he said, "I have shown you all things, how that so laboring ye ought to support the weak, and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he said, it is more blessed to give so than to receive.' So he's talking about the people who really cannot do." Support the weak are, yeah. are people who... Who basically don't have the strength in order to uh, accomplish what it needs to be accomplished. This is like you, you might be able to see that a person is struggling. And it's not because of lack of trying or due diligence. It's that they just can't do it. You know, they need help. They need support. They need somebody who has a little bit more than them who a little bit more substance, a little bit more something, and you see that they're struggling, but you have the means to help them. He said, then you should support them in the sense that you should help them. These are people who are deserving. And he's talking about uh, among saints because you can do that as far as trying to help somebody in the world, but there's just a certain point that you can really go or extend yourself to. So when you're talking about the weak, <clears throat> they are the people that are seeking after the Lord. Right. Or they're living holy and they're trying. You know, just like Paul, he always collected for the saints who didn't have. He would go to the churches that had abundance and he would let them know this is for the church over here because they're poor, they're struggling. And so it's like the churches were helpers of one another. The church that was doing well and prospering helped the churches who were struggling. Okay, what about the people who who don't have, don't want to have, or want to have yours, they you know, just, they just and, but yet they'll come and they'll pray. They'll pray with you or they, they can pray 
big prayers. Yes, it will. You know, what? I don't know, and maybe that touches a person's heart because they can really pray. They might know, be, but, but that's only to a certain extent because God gives us wisdom, temperance, discernment, and as much as it would hurt a person, you would say, I can't do it because sometimes what we end up doing is strengthening the hands of the wicked we, or, or we make a person worse. And then, you know, there's some things like codependency. You end up making the situation worse when they should be standing on their own two feet. Yeah, that is true. You do have to know who to help and how to help because, um, Pastor Eva Allen said, I know how to hold and I know how to fold. <laughs> and she, because he said, people that take your kindness for weakness and think you're weak and think you're supposed to do it. Right. They think they're entitled. But the Lord will give you to know because after a while, the Lord also give you to say no more. You know, because there's well, not like you know, they, they have a way, some people have a way of making you feel bad that's by why not you, helping That's them. why you take it to the Lord. And the Lord tells you, don't feel bad. Try to just throw like, that guilt like trip on you. Just like he right. said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the Lord said, don't feel bad. He even did it because he said, for children, he said, now, I don't care how much the child cries. The Lord said, don't spare he said, it, it, he knows that children cry and, and it's just about break your heart. And the Lord said, uh-huh, and, but you don't spare. So it doesn't matter how much they try to make a person feel guilty. We have this one uh, standard. We have the truth. And no matter how much they try to make an individual feel guilty, when you hold that up to the truth, to the light, to for the Lord to show you, you said, no, I, I'm not going to do it because what you're talking about isn't, the truth. You're trying to make me feel guilty, but it's based on a lie. You say, no, I'm not doing that. Or, for example, someone will go, you know, they know that you're in need, or they, or they know that you can cook, mm-hmm. and they need the food, so they go to a food pantry, bring it all over to your house, mm-hmm. and then expect you to cook it, and then you take away all the food. <laughs> Right. They, I mean, and they take the food yeah. that you have cooked and left you with nothing. Right. You but I, you tell them no. <laughs> Point blank. No. I know people who would actually do things for me, but they had ulterior motives. So when I figured out this is what they were doing, when they would come to do something or give me something, I would refuse it. I'll tell them no. And as a matter of fact, I saw these people, they were exchanging Christmas presents, and then they were adding up. How much the person oh. spent and how much they spent. I said, well, you guys might as well not even exchange gifts. I said, because if you're trying to do it of equal value, you might as well just keep your money. I said, that doesn't make any sense. But it's like they have ulterior motives. Here I was thinking, oh, that's so nice. They just can't wait to, to get together and family, exchange presents. Then this, you know, somebody was mad. And I was trying to figure out, why are you upset? Why are you angry? Because I spent this much and they could, this couldn't cost no more than whatever. I said, oh my goodness. You know, when people do things and you realize they're not just doing that out of the kindness so of So I heart. guess the solution is to just pray about it and it, ask the Lord for strength and right. wisdom. And, yeah, because he didn't make us um, silly. I mean, because it's hard to, it's hard to Stop something that you have started. Until you come to your senses. You know, I, when, when I'm looking at my bank account and I think it's down to zero, <laughs> I come to my senses real quick. You know, really, I used to give 
and give. And I said, Lord, it's like they could smell money. I think so. <laughs> I, said, I, said, I moment, do think the, so. The moment, the moment I would get something to do the account, my phone would ring. I said, I what in the so. world? <laughs> I, I had to learn to say no. Like they're psychic or something. Yeah, <laughs> right. I said, no, they must, no, They no. must make a mental note of when your payday That's is. Something. Or, I, told or, this, what? I told this individual, I said, see, the Lord will bless us to be temperate. And I said, uh, you have to save your money. I said, how do you think I had money to loan you? I had to learn how to budget. And so I stopped. So, but it makes you feel bad. You feel Not bad after. for the person because they don't want to do for themselves. I don't feel bad. I, I have when, to say, I have. When, the, when I they, have. When I, only to the point when I realize they're I mean, not trying. As long, as long as I think they're trying. But when I realize they're not really trying, and then they have the nerves to get upset with me, I don't feel bad. So during this conversation, then the scripture came to me in second... Thessalonians, where uh, the Lord says, you don't work, you don't eat. That's right. He meant it. Second Thessalonians 3, 10 through 12 read, For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, walking not at all, but our busybodies. <laughs> now, them that are such, we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. So that's, that's you know, you hear the first part, uh, verse 10, where it says you don't work, you don't eat. But then the Lord goes on further and says that if you don't want to work, and you want to you just eat what you, you know, I don't know how to put it. You, you just reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to eat, you, I mean, if you don't want to work, I shouldn't, have to, I shouldn't have to feed you all the time. Mm-hmm. But, but God says that if you're not going to work, then reap what you sow. Eat what you're creating for yourself mm-hmm. that's what you do but uh so we were talking about that and you know this individual said well where is that you know but i had to read it over again and i and i thought well i i guess i only read like the 10th verse i didn't go further mm-hmm. you know it sounds kind of harsh that you know if you don't work you can't eat mm-hmm. it sounds harsh in the next verse where it says it says that you let, let them eat their own bread. Let them, you know, whatever you, whatever you, mm-hmm. whatever you do, you reap what you sow. Yeah, says so. We hear that they are, that they are some which walk among you disorderly. Right, they're disorderly in the sense that I think it means when you have all that time on your hand, you just you're not doing anything constructive. And, we say uh, working not at all, but a busybody. Right, into everybody's business because you're so idle. So, I know someone that goes from house to house to house. Mm-hmm. Did you cook? Did you cook? Did you cook? Right. You know, and, and do you have any work for me? Do you have any work for me? Do you have any work for me? And, and this person that I know um, felt like he was worth more than what he received for the work that he did. Right. And had the nerve to call up the individual and said, but you only gave me this amount of money. 
And he said, and the individual said, well, yeah, that's right. Well, I'm not going to work for you anymore. I said, okay. <laughs> you say, all right. Well, I know some doozies. I'm telling you. Right. <laughs> then, you say, you, then you say, okay. And I, I've known a person, I said, uh, when you pay a person more than what the labor is really worth, that's, that's a lot of times that happens. You know, they say, well, you, you can raise the minimum wage and you can pay me $15 an hour, but the job that you have might not be worth $15 an no. hour. So, so you have to balance out the nature of the job according to how much you're willing to pay. My goodness, I know this, this guy who <laughs> is the same guy, but he, you know, he'll do a little favor. Now, it's very minor, very many, say, for example, pulling your garbage cart from the yard to the curb. Mm-hmm. And he wants money for that. Right. I tell him, leave it's the like, cart. It's like, good <laughs> No, leave the cart. But, but I told this individual, I said, now, if I pay you more than what the labor's worth, I said, I'm going to let you know that I'm giving you more. And they said, you shouldn't do that. You know, because I guess I'm a person's pride. I said, no, because if you don't do that, when they actually go out into the real world, and thinking that they should get this amount of money for their labor, they're going to come to a rude awakening because the person's going to say it's not worth that. You know, uh, so you let an individual know that if you're giving them what they should have maybe gotten ten dollars, you're going to give them twenty-five. You let them know that extra fifteen dollars is gratis. <laughs> you let them know something. You know, you might see their situation, so you give them a little extra, but you let them know that's why you're giving them a little extra. Another person got upset because he felt like that you're wounding the person's pride as it was they shouldn't take the money. They just say, no, you keep it then. You know, I don't take charity. I said, well, okay. <laughs> I'm not that way. You know, it looks better in my pocket than yours. I, 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 can, uh, I, I just don't get it, you know, because the Lord has a, a worth ethic. Even, even people, even when you left the fruit in the fields, you left, the Lord said, you just don't strip the field. Right. In order for the people to eat, they had to go glean the field. They had to work to pick up yes, the leftovers right. that that they right, that left, they in, left the in the field. Right, right. you had, you to, had work to work for it. For it, that was what uh, Ruth. Yeah, Ruth had to go, and you know, and I was looking at those people were strong back then. And I mean, <laughs> wow, she worked all day. Then she had she just picking it. Then she had to thresh it out. Then after she threshed it out, she had to bag it, and then she had to carry it home. And the bag had to weigh between fifty and seventy five pounds. Mm. I said, we. <laughs> Who would do that now? They yeah. would say, that's too much work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if you don't have a, a meal, you're going to have to get out there and do it. You'll muster up some kind of strength yeah. to do it. So anyway, so now we know the scripture, what the scripture says. We have an understanding that, you know, it's better to give than to receive. But the people who are receive, on the receiving end have to be like-minded. They have to be people who are serving the Lord Right, and they have to be, they, it has to be a true need. It, it's not just. They have to try. Right. You have to see them at least making an effort, not. Right, and, not, then, and then the Lord has to lead you to help them because sometimes, you know, it's better for them to just go ahead and just bump their head. And, and I remember I thought my mother was pay, uh, giving favoritism because she helped my older brother get a, a car, but me, it was like, <laughs> nope. I had to work for my car. I had to pay for it myself, and I realized, based upon my personality, if she had just given me the money, I would not have appreciated 
And I think that's what happens when we do that to people. Mm-hmm. You know, gradually they start out like, you know, five, ten dollars and hey, can I borrow this or can and they don't pay you back. Right. And then before you know it, it's like a hundred dollars mm-hmm. and then they don't pay you back. Hey, can I have like can I have I need a hundred and fifty dollars yep. and then before mm-hmm. you know it it's getting to be hundreds of dollars. Right. Hundreds and of dollars. Then they just come out and lie. You know, they make up these elaborate Stories, I call them crackhead stories. They come up with stuff like uh, they got a contract out for me. They for they they're gonna kill me if I don't get five thousand dollars. The person that actually came and told me that. I said, well, <laughs> you know, because the Lord has fixed it that we are helpers of of one another, and and the Lord will open our eyes to people who are actually just trying to take advantage. So you give as unto the Lord, as unto the Lord. When I'm helping and- the, somebody. I give not expecting to get it back because if I don't get it back, I would be upset. Right, right, right. You'd be hopping mad. Yes. But but you have to pray to see if there really is a need. Right. Or and not. if the Lord wants you to be the one that steps in and fills that gap. You know, because there are all kinds of places that they can go for help. It's just that they don't want. They don't want. Yeah, I know. Person saying things. they didn't want to go to a food pantry. I said, well, all right then. <laughs> and then. And then you have to you have to just say the Lord said that if you don't work you don't, you don't eat, eat. And, and it's and you reap what you sow if right. you want to be disorderly if you want to do whatever willy nilly spend your money that you do get on whatever it is mm-hmm. whether it's drugs or alcohol or 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 you just don't want to get a job whether it's a temp job or, right you know then. Let them go. Yeah. Let them go. That's right. what Lord is never basically learn. saying. Yes, they'll never learn. Well, anyway, I guess we took up the whole program talking about this. I hope everyone got an understanding. If you didn't, if you have a question, you can always contact us by emailing us at tbmjchurch at yahoo.com. That's the initials of our church, True Bible Mission for Jesus, TBMJ Church at yahoo.com. If you have such a burning question and you just can't wait to get an email response, you can always contact by phone and leave a message. It is 414-788-9582. Well, praise the Lord and let everything that has breath praise the Lord. All I can say is, wow, it was a good program, a good discussion. Hope the, the listeners, hope you listeners out there got some food for your soul. All right, today's verse of today comes from Psalm 47 and 1. Psalm 47 and 1, which reads, Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of of triumph. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, what does Emmanuel mean? The answer is, God is with us. That answer can be found in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, which reads, Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. This week's food for thought is, what year is the year of release? Hint, the Bible. 
And that's food for thought.